0: Cardi B is a singer. Cardi B was the stripper. Oh yeah, she's the funny one. She is the funny one. Yeah, what yeah. didn't she go or something like that? What did What did she yeah. do? What was it? That Katie? sounds about right. What was it though? Something. Yeah. Well, what, 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 what was it, Kate? <laughs> what was it?
1: Hello, Miss Georgia Peach. Miss Georgia Peach, I, <laughs> li- I
0: like that. And we haven't even t- had a taste of a
1: peach yet. I know. They said there was a freeze. I kept them oh. asking. I'm like, where are all the peaches? Yeah. They're like, oh, the- actually, there was a freeze, so
0: we don't have any peaches. I go, what the hell? Well, how could there be a freeze when it's hot Atlanta right now? I know. It is so hot down here. We are in Atlanta. Yeah. We are
1: every weekend- we're really touring this out. Uh, yeah, here. we sure
0: are, and we are at the Saint Regis Hotel. And no, this is not a claw. This is just water. A cl- oh, like a white claw. White, a white claw. <laughs> no, it's just, just flat water, and it is not rainwater.
1: Yeah, thank God.
0: That was we got some crazy comments on that. That yeah. was rainwater and I didn't. I didn't mean anything negative about like. Well, not, no, you did mean it negatively. Well, but nothing against you know, the earth and what God has given us, but I can't drink rainwater. It has to be somewhat- Filtered. Filtered a tad.
1: No, I agree with that statement. So we are in Atlanta. We flew in on Saturday- and yeah, Was it Saturday? Here I don't, don't think it was remember. Friday. No, I don't even remember. But this was, I don't even know what leg of the tour, of the Scope City tour this was, but we had such a great turnout. I love when they're at these like nice fancy hotels. Oh gosh, it was because oh, we get to stay. I know, which is nice. <laughs> oh, it was just um, lovely. And we had like 120 uh, tickets sold, yes. which was great. Fantastic. Um, it, the energy is just so electric when, you know, we're
0: all together in a room doing Well, this and it was workout. fun for me too to see another one of your team members- Mm -hmm. A little shout out to Neve. Yeah. This was a bigger stop, so we had to have extra kind of hands on deck to to help. And I absolutely love seeing the people come in. I I do. I I just feel like they're coming to my party. Yeah, it's your party. (laughs) Even though I'm not doing the exercise, but I promise you, I will be doing them. I know. Eventually. This is like a
1: little- um, Precursor. Yeah, precursor excitement. We are going to be filming a mother-daughter challenge for the Sculpt Society, um, so you guys will get like a little sneak peek here.
0: But that will be so exciting. We need to figure out
1: when you're filming. I know. Yeah. You were a little nervous when I asked you.
0: Well, I was because I certainly cannot keep up with these gals, the young gals, like they did yesterday. They wow. Yeah. They kept up with you. Katie, you make it look so easy. Yeah. All that jumping around and twirling with the legs and up and down. You know, it's like the old fashioned, what do they call it? The um hydrant. Yeah. Raises with the legs, Jane Fonda. (laughs) Yeah, Jane Fonda, and it's not easy. Yeah, Katie, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. Um, But you do make it look like it's fun. Yeah, it is fun.
1: Well, it will be really fun. Yeah, and we will modify
0: for us gals of a certain age. Uh huh. No issue.
1: We should do like a fun like collab with
0: Honest
1: to Pete. Like that would be something. And I don't know. We'll we'll listen to
0: all you gals that came up to me. I just. It just warmed my heart mm-hmm. just to know that, you know, you're listening to Honest to Pete. Oh, and Madison, you even posted, I mean, and wanted to take a picture with me. I mean you I loved that. Oh, I just <laughs> loved it. And Grace, the stories you told us. Uh-huh. I mean, you girls just keep going. I'm telling you, everything you're doing is so positive in the world. We we it's just fantastic. And we have to give
1: credit where credit is due because my dad was like, you guys need a business card for honest to be. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, business cards are a little antiquated, but like I'm thinking how I can do more of a modern right. twist on this business card. So I went to, I think it was Zazzle.com where I've gotten, that's where I got um, my cousin's invitations for the her bachelorette party. They're really cute. You can customize things. But now, things. Katie,
0: I've never heard of Zazzle. Yeah, it's good. Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.
1: Yeah, or E-L. I'm not quite sure. Okay. It's good, um, and I like that. Yeah, it's very good. We made these business cards. They are bright pink. They have our picture on it, and on the back, there's a QR code that goes directly to our podcast. And I think I ordered about 500 of them. So, Carol, you were just oh, passed yes. them out like free hotcakes. Well, everyone was got thinking, a business was- card, and hopefully, we got some new listeners. So, if you are brand new to this podcast. Welcome. Um,
0: welcome. Join <laughs> us every week. Thursday's new episode comes out. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Market us off. So that was really fun. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Everything about it was fun. Like I said, uh, just to meet everybody. Yeah. It was just great, Katie.
1: It makes it like feel that I'm not alone when I'm doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like Sometimes when I'm teaching and I'm going live all the time and I just have my privates, I'm like, okay, is anyone actually
0: like tuning in for these lives? But- and then it's yeah. like, oh, and you had a surprise visitor from one of the gals that you, oh, are, yes. are sweet, oh my god, so sweet, oh my gosh, and I saw her first. I know you did. <laughs> you did. I saw her first when she checked in. I'm just going to quickly uh, say my little Haley danced with Katie mm-hmm. at North Shore Dance Studio. So one of in my Milwaukee. friends from
1: back home at uh, North Shore Dance Studio. If you guys grew up, if any of you grew up at a dance studio, you know that that truly was like our home away from home. And who we danced with was like our sisters. And we will forever have a bond because we did the whole competition thing together. We did all that. So Haley was a dancer friend of mine who was younger than me, but we always had duets together. We always Always. danced together. And I. Forgot that she lived in Atlanta, and when she showed up, I like about
0: screamed. We were so excited. We were like tearing up oh, together. It was me like too. the best. Such memories, yeah. Katie. Even though it was years ago, I mean, it was just yeah. like it was yesterday. And what a beautiful girl. I know. She and she's was, married. She's like an adult. I'm like, what? I know. It's crazy. Oh, so that was great. And we had a surprise visit from your auntie Mary Kay, who lives in North Carolina. Came down quick, so that was that was a treat too. Yeah.
1: So, lots of good things um do you have any other oh well, you know this past week here?
0: well, the update all right, everybody, so huh, I wonder if anyone else is going through this any other moms i all my doctors seem to be retiring. <laughs> You know, which is difficult for us because it's like, oh my gosh, we have to start finding quickly other brand new doctors, young, which which is great. I'm all for it. But when you're so used to a certain doctor, it's tough. And I'll tell you, COVID did it because I think a lot of them that were nearing that retirement age just said, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. So long story short, I finally got in to have my eyes checked. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think I've been complaining to you and Dad. It's like I can't drive at night anymore. I can't. Yeah. It's just, it's just too much for me. Well, I found out why. I've got a cataract. Cataract what mean, is that? Is mean? it a T at the end? Well, there's something with the lens inside. It's just it's all messed up. Well, it's yeah, and they have to replace it. The your eye, the the lens inside the eye, and they put a new lens in. Well, you know, of course she's saying this to me, and I said. Doctor Barrett, I said, I, I could hardly have them put the drops in my eye for me to yeah, dilate and whatnot yeah. without me just like flinching, you know. Yeah. And she said, "I said, am I going to be knocked out totally?" She goes, "Oh no." And I went, "What do you mean, oh no?" And I said, I-, "I could never have you go near me." Yeah. She goes, "No, you'll have some juice in that arm." And she says, "A lot of times, my patients, she says, have a full conversation with me while I'm doing it or sing songs to me." I said, "Oh, oh God, you'll my be singing God, singing songs." <laughs> So anyhow, I said, doctor, does, is this like imminent? Do I need to do this? She said, well, within within the year, she said, we have to do it. Whoa. Yeah. And well, so then did she they, when said- When they
1: put in contacts in your eyes and then you had like-
0: <gasps> Well, this oh, this there? was another story I You've thought- You've a lot of issues with these eyes. I do. Well, that was the last doctor. This was about three years ago. And I said- at the time, I was doing a lot of auditions, and then if they ask you at the last minute, could you read this? And yeah. I thought I don't want to go digging around for my glasses yeah. and looking like an old bag. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Can I do this contact situation?" And they said, "For seeing, you know, close-up music, you just need to put one contact in." Okay. I said, "Okay, let's do it." So I tried, and <laughs> you know, I could get the contact in. You know, I kept practicing that but getting it out for some reason i just could not get the hang of it yeah all right so after a while you know i i thought i was this is a long story but Did i thought the 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 i was getting the contact out i thought oh gosh it just fell on the floor or something then i'd pop another one in well guess what gals I went to the doctor. I had to go to the eye doctor, a regular eye doctor, and say something's wrong with my eye. I started using contacts, but I said, obviously, I must have torn something, you know? Feels a little funny. Feels funny. And the doctor goes, well, you've got one in there. I said, I do? He said, yes. I said, well, get it out. And so he did. And then he goes, oh, my God, Carol. He says, you got it. I had three contacts (laughs) in my eye that I thought I took out, and I kept putting them on over the eye. That is outrageous. Yeah. No wonder why my eye hurt. Yeah. No wonder why. Yeah, Didn't you have also some other big surgery oh, too? Oh, well, we're not going to go well, into just, that. That's another what day. there? You no. got eye extensions, eyelashes, Eyelashes, and then I got an infection. We're not going to talk about it. Uh, yeah, I'm full of stories. <laughs> Lord, But yeah, so. anyhow, back to the cataract. I am going to have to have surgery eventually. It's pretty rough. It answers the question why I can't drive well at night. Yeah. And I didn't want to say too much because I thought, what if they – all of a sudden say she can't drive. I was, I was worried they were going to go to that situation where, well, you better get another driver's license. Cause I'm not going to allow you. Oh, I thought. is I'm, that oh, You just made that up. That happen? No, it did not happen. But she said to no, me, I'm saying, would that, could that happen? Well, sure. It could happen. Old people. They don't want on the road. No, but I feel, people, especially if they can't see,
1: I know. But when have you seen an old person go back in for a driver's license test? Oh yeah. I've never seen that. Oh yeah, they do. Did you just make that up?
0: No, I didn't. <laughs> I remember my mom had to. Why? When you come to a certain age, like you have to go back. They have again? to see if you're. Yeah, What's the I, age? Well, let's hope it's eighty. But um, yeah, but I'm just going to finish up with the story. That is why when I'm driving at night and the it, the um, the lights are coming at me, the other headlights, you know, uh, from the other lane it's, it's like blinding me. And that's, I guess that's yeah cataract. Well, well, anyhow, to I be continued with that. with that. So mm-hmm. that was my big kind of, Oh, high, low. I got into the doctor, but then bad news. But yeah. I guess that comes with aging. Yeah. You know, as in, as a car, you've got to keep a car up, right. And have it tuned up. Yeah. Well, Carol has a lot of tuning up to do. That's okay. So we all do. That's all right. It keeps us young. I'm still living. So. Oh,
1: God. I'm still living. All right, I'm Dear looking at Lord, my list, oh, it's Kate. morbid. Um, I have a couple of fun pop culture things that I want to get your opinion on.
0: All right. Well, I'm not up now. on pop
1: culture, Kate. I okay, know. I just want to hear your all opinion right. on on these things. So have you heard all this talk about the aliens? No. You haven't heard a single thing about that? Is that no. on your TikTok?
0: No. What? About the whistleblower? What? Yes.
1: No. Okay. I just pulled up a um, – a Time Is this foolishness? No, this is real. Okay. Okay. A former intelligent official claimed that the US government has been covering up longstanding defense program that collects and reverse engineers unidentified flying objects, UFOs, and has found non-human biologics as alleged the UFO crash sites. So there has been this whistleblower that has been that just means, like, someone that's tattletaling, right?
0: Well, yeah, basically that, like, inner... that Yeah, whatever. That was working with With this, the government. With the
1: government, who was like, I need to tell the people what is going on because they have found bodies of aliens from near UFO, like, crash sites. Katie. What?
0: This is just foolishness. No,
1: it's straight up real. They, they had a whole press conference with, like... Well, how gov- come
0: I never heard about it? Uh, I like, a hair in my mouth. Yeah, you did. Wow, You they're, have to give me something more. Well, they're, they're, de- <laughs> de- they're dead, right? The, the aliens? Well, yeah, it was bodies, but I'm sure that <laughs> oh, when they were alive. that's foolishness. No, it's It's real. almost like like we're trying to relive this, this darn TV show you had me watch. What TV what show? What was that? The Last of Us? The Last of Us.
1: Yeah, but that, those were like infected with a whole thing well, and they that, bite you. Those are monsters.
0: But like the, these were like- Human people? Well, they're aliens. aliens. Well, I just think that's foolishness. <laughs> Let's go on to the next. Well,
1: <laughs> you can't. But like what What would you be interested in? And, and they were saying that no. they're from
0: like galaxies away. No. I'm not interested, honey. You don't care at no, all? No, I don't care at all. As long as they stay in the mountains where they found them, I don't. What are we going to do in about it? In the mountains? It? Why did we say the mountains? Well, is that where they found them? No, you just made that up in your head. <laughs> well, that's where they have those sites. I think. The UFO what? type situation. I don't think they're just in the mountains. I think it could be anywhere. Well, it's not going to be in New York City. Well, why not? Maybe there could be some aliens well, walking around. How did they land their ship? Well, I don't <laughs> know. They maybe hitchhiked their way to New York City. Oh, I just, you know, the government, I think we have more important things to worry about than that. But aren't you curious? No, not a bit. What? No, not a bit. Why I don't not a bit? <laughs> I have too many other things to worry about. I'm not gonna worry about the aliens. I just am not. As long as they stay away from me. But I'm I'm just not. Let's go to the next pop culture situation. Oh wow. All right, Carol. Okay, this is
1: actually pretty interesting. Do have you heard anything about the Megan Fox situation? Well, who is Megan Fox again? Okay. You say Megan so weird. Okay, continue. How do you say, say it. All right, that's gonna be edited. Go no, ahead. Megan. You say Megan. Okay. <laughs> so, she's an actress. She uh, was in like Transformers and she's married to Machine Gun, Machine Gun Kelly. She's like
0: Boom. Okay. But is it, is she kind of uh what? Gothic? Um a little, sure.
1: And her, Machine her- Gun
0: Kelly, why do I know that name? He- Did he date one of the Kardashians or something? No, he's in the
1: band with Travis oh. Barker. Oh yeah, so he's the singer,
0: and Travis is the drummer. Okay, that's where I heard the name. Okay, then. okay, so this is his wife. Correct. Okay. And did she, they did, were did in the she news? date? Did she date Kanye? No. Okay. I remember, then I don't know.
1: she was in the news like a while ago, and they're like, "We drink each other's blood." Oh gosh. Okay. That's so all like right. They're like, "That's all right."
0: Well, whatever. Continue. You think that's all right? Well, no, but I'm not going to judge.
1: Okay. All right. So basically, the moral of the story is. Megan Fox posted on her Instagram a GoFundMe for her nail tech because her nail tech, who does her nails, yes. father was going through cancer. And they're like, it was a $30,000 like fund that they wanted to raise that much money. And, okay. like, and she posted on her Instagram and she has like however millions of followers being yes. like, my nail tech's father's going through this cancer treatment. He needs this money. Okay. Please donate. She got so much backlash because people are like, you are this famous actress and you're asking people to put money in for a $30,000, which you can easily afford.
0: You, like, you want my opinion? Yeah. She should have written a check and called it a day.
1: Mm-hmm. But, okay. So, but do you think that –
0: And then she – And kept it quiet and
1: taking care of her nail tech. But then she then posted on her Instagram being like, everyone – like." You all are crazy. Like I'm just doing this to help her. Like she like had this whole crazy backlash.
0: So do you think that she was trying to just get attention, Katie, and bring attention to herself? Maybe, and she was successful.
1: No, no. I mean, and, I mean, I think the the question people are wondering is: a, if she actually has the money to to well,
0: her husband give. certainly
1: does, right? Isn't that crazy? Yes, but
0: then, like. That's an easy uh, answer for me. Yeah, write the check, take care of your friends and but, people that are close to you, and take good you care think of that her.
1: That's actually her friend.
0: Well, maybe not. Like a if friend.
1: if your nail person that you see once every other whatever, if you, she needed money, And she's like, I need thirty thousand dollars for my my well father who you've never met.
0: Yeah, you know my nail tech. Well. Knowing me, I, I certainly would not go on GoFund set up a GoFundMe page. I would well, I don't say think she set it up. I think the nail tech set it up, and oh. then she asked
1: her to oh, post it because she has gosh, a big. Audience. That is really
0: complicated. No, I know. I want to hear what you think. Yeah. Well. Well, then it's not really Megan Fox's situation, but she posted it on. yeah. I don't know. I guess I would have donated. Yeah. And kept it quiet, and I and would then, not have <clears throat> put it on out there.
1: And and the biggest thing is that on the donation, it was only like three hundred dollars were donated.
0: When From she her, doesn't uh, say okay. Who are we to judge? Who are we to I judge, know, but Katie? Podcast, but I, that's just we're, what's yeah. We're talking that's talking about. If it's somebody that's an acquaintance with you, somebody that works for you, this woman works for her. As far as her nails, probably goes to her house to do her nails. I would have given a generous donation, but I don't think I would have put it on my. Right. My page. Right. Because that would have been just between me and the gal. Right. If I could afford to to cover the whole lot, I would have done that quietly right. too. Right. There you go. Right.
1: I know. Easy. Okay. Easy peasy. Last one I just saw was, um, I found this last night. Did you hear about this Cardi B situation? No.
0: Cardi B is a singer. Cardi B was the stripper. Oh, yeah. She's the funny one. She is the funny one. What yeah, didn't yeah. she go or something like that? What did she, what did she yeah. do? What was it, That Katie? sounds about right. What was it, though? Arree? Something? Yeah. Well, what, 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 what <laughs> was it, What think. was it? I don't know. She would always do it, and it, she would be on all these talk shows, and then, uh, like, not Johnny Carson. Oh, she went, but ow. When did she do that? that, too, but then she would go. She would have some kind of yeah, little. Yeah, well,
1: she's funny. Um, okay, so Saturday in Las Vegas, Cardi proved yet again that she is not someone to trifle with. Oh. During a performance. Her at- performance? Yes. Okay. During a performance at the speech club, an audience member threw a drink at the rapper while she was performing her 2017 breakthrough hit, Bodak Yellow. A second later, Cardi, who is apparently a lefty, instantly retaliated by hurling her microphone at the offended fan. The video shows the person being escorted out by security after hurling some doubtless colorful words at the offender. Cardi is apparently left. Cardi then apparently left the stage. I want to show you the video.
0: Okay, but can I tell you if if somebody is there as a fan? Okay, I want to show you. Why would here, why this would is the they? I want to show you the video. Okay, hold loose. Oh, she's got a beautiful orange dress on. Uh huh. Okay, and she's dancing across the stage. Keep and singing and singing and oh she looks beautiful uh-huh shaking her booty but she's very appropriately dressed for Las Vegas okay very nice she's walking across the stage. Mm-hmm. Oh Katie come on what's happening here and everybody's kind of holding up their cameras probably taking pictures or uh-huh. videos and it looks like it's outside. oh my god she's
1: <gasps> oh, oh. <laughs> she's straight up. Launched, oh, gosh. launched, her microphone at this gal.
0: But why would that girl? Okay, so I w- throw the drink at her. <clears throat> I know, but she like t- not the whole glass. It was just the water, right? Do you or think a that, drink cocktail, whatever? Do you think she was trying to you know give her cooler down? I don't know uh, if that's well what that. Well, that was, was inappropriate
1: for some. Maybe it was there's, an there's there's getting so much. There's like so much around these concerts. And same thing with Miranda Lambert. She was at a concert again in Vegas and some people who bought VIP tickets were up in the front and they were turning around and trying to take a selfie, the people who were in the concert. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And Miranda stopped her song and she goes, you three in the front, you're not listening to my (gasps) song. Sit down, stop taking selfies and listen to this song. Ooh. I know. All so right, so you know what? I don't agree with that. It's well, It's like I don't you pay that, that much money right. for and, the
0: Miranda Lambert situation. Yeah, Maria M- Miranda, I would think that she would have been in a zone of performing that, that she shouldn't have even been. I know that distracted you know, her. Dist- yeah, that distracted her. Well, that, that I don't agree with because they pay good money if they want to take a selfie, they can, yeah, right? Of course. They don't And they're they they excited to be there. Yeah. But now this situation with the Cardi 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 B, B, you know, I never believe in violence. Yeah, you know, and that was a violent throw. She, with, with she her took mic. her mic. That was she that launched had her mic. Yeah. Now, g- granted, she's got security there. Correct, and they they escorted. could have ex- escorted the gal out. So, so she, she could also, have handled it she, better. She,
1: Cardi, she's a um, she comes from the hood. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't mess around with Cardi. No.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she, I think she's seen some things. That's too bad because I thought that she just kind of got out of the hood ways. Do you know what I mean? Of that violence stuff, but obviously, no. I think once you're in the hood, you're
1: in the hood. Um, I think she made
0: money, so she's like doesn't live in the hood. But they always say that Jenny from the hood, Jenny from the block. Oh, Jenny from the block. Okay, forget it. That was. I don't think think from the hood. Forget it, Jenny Jennifer Lopez Lopez. Yeah, Um, because I was going to say she she. I don't think she would ever do something like that. But see, that was her instinct right away. Her instinct was to fight. Yeah, but like. And it, it really wasn't, it didn't look like that much liquid hit her. I know. But I think it was just the shock of it all. Yeah. Wow. That was instant. Instant. So check out that video. It's on in, uh, TikTok, Instagram, oh. whatever. But And she's a mother and everything now, too. I think maybe yeah. twice over. Yeah. She couldn't control it, though. Well, that doesn't make it right. No. Did, Sometimes did, emotions just take over. Yeah, but that's not good. You have to control it. I know. Did she?
1: Uh, so Did she stop her concert then? I think she escorted – I'm not quite sure, but I'm sure she escorted
0: them out and there was a break and then she continued. Of course. So. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to hear what she says. Yeah.
1: Um, All right. So we asked our followers here to send us some questions because just nice, light, and easy, and fun. Yeah. Um, so we do these kind of once every oh, couple maybe, months Yeah, a couple months. Ish, yeah. Right? Um and there's some good ones. I haven't read any of these to you. Well, and
0: Katie, yeah, I was going to say
1: you did not give well, me any heads up on anything, like honey. Such a whole prepared thing, and okay. I feel sometimes your off-the-cuff answers are more genuine and oh, oh wow, you don't okay. overthink it. All right, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I do tend to overthink things. That's true. That's right. Me. I think that's something that you need to work on, and that's why I
0: feel this podcast is helping you not overthink things as much. And hopefully, this podcast is teaching you to edit some of the things you say. I'm very good. Mom, a question for you. Oh boy, I'm nervous. What
1: is your favorite thing about being a boy mom and a girl mom? This person who wrote in is
0: about to be a boy mom for the first time. A boy mom for the first time. Ah, oh, I, I, Number one, first off, am so grateful that I had an opportunity to be both a girl mom and a boy mom. There is something special about that little boy. I'm telling you, forever he will be your little boyfriend. <laughs> he is just, they are so sweet and so special. But what is the difference? Is that was the question? Yeah, like what did you like most about being a boy mom and being a girl mom? Well, obvious, obviously with a girl. I mean, you can do all the girly things, you know, that we enjoyed doing. But there's something about the conversations I always had with Christopher. They were just different. They were just uh, in depth, and we talked about life. And you I didn't do I, that I, with me. Well, <laughs> I did. I did. I mean, that is a hard question to answer, but there definitely is a difference. And it's funny because when I did have Christopher, I I understood my mother, her relationship with. Uh, my brother, mm-hmm. because she had four girls and one boy. And there there was something so special. Sometimes I would get angry because I thought that she was always Favoriting. favoring uh, David. But there is just something special about a relationship between a mama and a son. Mm-hmm. And I cannot really put my finger on it. But enjoy every minute of it. And I, I didn't mean it to be creepy to say about a boyfriend, but you just, I don't know. It's just so very, very special. Well, I feel just like how it's like a father and a daughter, you know? Yes, yes. That's a good point, Katie. And, um, oh, gosh, in, enjoy whatever mother you are, mm-hmm. be it a boy mother or a girl mother. It's And if you're lucky enough to have one of each, you'll see, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Another question, this is for me. What is my TSS work schedule day-to-day look like? Honestly, I think I haven't had the same day Mm -hmm. in years. Every day is so completely different. But if I had to give kind of an answer, I would wake up early. I usually go over my content and have my coffee at home, take Lady out, make feed her, do all that. And then I go into the subway, go to our studio, I teach on the Sculpts ID app, so I film to set up all the filming content and cameras and all that stuff. After I film, I usually will recap and make some sort of like an Instagram reel or some sort of content surrounding what I just taught. Then I usually would have a private or two, um, and then I'm invited to a lot of events and meetings and kind of the admin work, do that. It changes every single day. Well, and
0: you know, I'm gonna just hop on this because I remember a conversation we had, Katie, about our schedules Mm -hmm. and the fact that it would be very difficult for you to have a eight to five or nine to five job every day. We so thrive on that change and that different schedule every day, every, you know. And it's funny because I feel when I was like in the thick
1: of training or running around, I would often like fantasize like, oh my God, I bet people who have a nine to five job, right. that's so nice. You stay in one place for the whole day. You get to wear cute clothes. You don't have to wear a spandex. Like that is
0: so exciting. But I, I would hate it. Yeah. Oh gosh. I would hate it too. I, I, I loved it. I loved being able, my schedule too was, you know, I would have shows that would open and close. It it would Mm -hmm. change every, you know, every year, every week, every month, you know, and the teaching was, you know, I, I had it on my own schedule. Yeah. I, I thrived on that as well. But basically every day is very
1: different, but a lot of filming and editing and there's a lot of behind the scenes that people don't see. Um, when it comes to being with right. social media, that takes up so much time. A lot of prep time, prep time for content, prep time for
0: editing, and there's a lot that goes into yeah. it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna just backtrack yeah. just real quickly about this because now I'm keep thinking about the boy mom, girl mom. <laughs> I, it's, I just have the cutest story because, and maybe it's not it, you you as a mom as will be your boy, your little boy's first girlfriend. In a way, they all feel that way. And I remember with Critty, uh, when he was a little boy, he was somewhere, and he says, "Mama, I have a present for you." And I said, "Oh, what is it, Critty?" And he said, "I'm going to give you a ring." Aww, I said, that's oh, that's so cute, Critty, And it was a, a plastic ring that I don't know if he bought at Winkies or whatever it was, and I still have it Aww, in my jewelry box. That's so sweet. And it was, I think it's like a little starfish ring. And he says, mama, will you always wear it? I said, I will always have it in my jewelry box. <laughs> <laughs> that is so so cute. get ready for those special yeah, moments with your little boy.
1: That's so sweet. Yeah. Um, another one for you. Oh boy. Where to even begin with writing a wedding speech. Your mom's was
0: fantastic. <gasps> Thank you for that. Thank you for that. That was so emotional and difficult for me. And I have to tell you when I start writing any kind of a speech, it takes me at least two weeks, three weeks, and I do little bits. And I always say, have a good beginning and have a good ending, but, you know, you just have to, you you write down your thoughts and your memories, and then somehow you just kind of sew them all together, and it was a great speech, because mm-hmm. it was so emotional at that time. Yeah. You're very good at giving speeches and writing speeches. Oh, gosh. And, you know, as a – well, I'm not going to go into the past, but I I never thought I could. I never thought I could write because I was kind of always told that Mm -hmm. I wasn't up to par with maybe some of my other siblings. And so that, you know, that sticks in your head as a little child and yeah that those are kind of my issues i'm i'm i have been working through all of them so just know when you start when you start having a family and are becoming a mother those early years are so important to always boost up that child's self confidence most important most important okay
1: what is the best advice piece of advice that we have been ever given like that you individually and i individually for me this has stuck in my head for so long. There was some panel that I went to listen to when I was in college and they brought a bunch of like professional dancers that were working and choreographers and directors. And I think it was a director or choreographer said something that was so powerful and he said every single time you enter a room be it for an audition or a job interview or whatever it is, that person sitting on the other side of the table they want to hire you. They want you to be the person that they choose and they're like, okay, we're done with our search. You are the person. So having that confidence, be it in anything that you do, yeah. knowing that the other person wants you to succeed and not doesn't want you to fail is, I think, a really powerful way to switch the narrative in I love your that. own brain.
0: Yeah. It's hard to do, but once you do it, totally. It really does work. And it kind of gets like your fear out of it, too. Right. Right. Puts you in the moment, yeah. Right. Well, for me, you know, and it's something that I learned later in life, but it's something that Daddy and I have always believed and we to this day live this is that the more you give, the more you receive. And it doesn't have anything to do with money, although that can be part of it. But it really is the more you give of yourself, the more you will get back. And I and I, I do believe that we've kind of instilled that in, in you growing up. Totally. So
1: this question I thought was so funny. <laughs> What's your dad's style? You, oh. your husband and your mom are just so fashionable. Oh God. <laughs> mom?
0: What is daddy's style? <laughs> oh well. <laughs>
1: Whatever mom puts in there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I started, the, you know, daddy just doesn't. When I first started dating Dad, I thought he was so cool cuz he'd have he had one pair of Calvin Klein jeans that just fit him perfectly and he had that cowboy hat. Mm. And to this day that is what he is most comfortable in is some kind of a western type shirt, jeans, his cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Don't ask me why, but that's what he's most comfortable in. But obviously that doesn't you know, we he do can't live in Wisconsin. We do live in Wisconsin and when we so yeah, I, I help him with that. We go he does he's not a shopper. He will be happy with anything that I put out and say, put this on, he'll wear it and he's happy because I chose it for him. And he doesn't have to make those decisions. Only a few times he'll say, You dressed me up like a clown <laughs> and I didn't, but I, I did to make no, some mistakes. What, what was that? Yeah, we were yeah, we then were to that. we got invited yeah. to meet Condoleezza Rice. Yeah. I mean, Major and I had him in kind of a plaid jacket and that was not good. Yeah, he looked yeah. A I don't know funny. why I did that. That was not good. And we took pictures with that and he goes, "Carol, that look I look like a clown." And he didn't look like a clown, but yeah, it was not apropos. Yeah, but you usually just yeah. dress him. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's funny because uh, I bought him a pair of Gucci shoes. Like slide, slide on, slip-on shoes, brown suede. And I thought, I wonder if he's gonna wear those. Cause after all these years, I've never tried any of this designer stuff yeah. on him. Cause that just wasn't dad. And he loves them. And he and he says, socks. I said, No socks. Let's just try it without the socks. Yeah. But I think we learned that from your Matt Matt. Yeah, Matt has good yeah. style. So, yeah, Matt, oh, Matt's yeah. style is impeccable.
1: Yeah, he, he, he knows. Oh, he's
0: raised the bar for our family. Yeah. Huh? He's Hasn't he? Yeah. With good. Charlie and yeah. pretty and everybody. Yeah. We love that. We love watching Matt dress. Yeah, yeah. he's good. Um, two or three kids, how to choose? Well, you know what I say. What do you say? God will help you with that decision. <laughs> if it's meant to be, you'll have three. I say the more the merrier, but you have to do what your comfort level is. You know, you'll know after two if you should have three. What's your morning routine, Carol? Okay, my morning routine, I am an early riser. I love to get up maybe about 6 o'clock-ish, look forward to that newspaper at my doorstep. It's the first mm-hmm. thing I do. <laughs> get the coffee going. I read the paper from front to back mm-hmm. with my coffee and my piece of sourdough toast with almond butter and a little honey. I do a crossword puzzle for my brain. Wow. Do it really quick. Every day. Every day. Good for you. Yep. Because I thought, nope, I need to keep that brain moving. And then I'm every day is different. You know, either I head out to a, a workout session with my trainer or I start my wash. Or yeah, it it changes but you're every
1: toast day. But that
0: and... I look forward to in the yeah. mornings. So that's your routine. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Do you have any skin care that you do,
1: like, what, right when you wake up? Well, do do yes, after? I do.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. You want me to back up that? I have learned that I used to always wash my face in the morning and at night, but I don't in the morning anymore mm-hmm. because they said I was stripping my skin too much. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I do wonderful evening routine with, you know, washing my face, toning it, putting a serum on, putting a... Do you have any favorite products? I do like the Dr. Storm, Sturm. Sturm products, the, the oils. Do you remember? I can't remember which ones, but I think there are three that I've used before. The cream that I'm using, oh, gosh, and I'll, t- I'll, I'll get back to you guys, but I got it from uh, The Fitz, mm-hmm. and it's a fantastic uh, night cream okay. that I use. But in the morning, getting back to that, then I only rinse my face off yeah. with some uh, tepid water. And then right away, I put the sunscreen on. Yeah. And What's I love the Goop. Time? Super Goop. I'm sorry. Super Goop. Any of them. that They have a cream. They have a... Um, what is the one that you can't
1: the see? The glow screen.
0: The glow screen or the... Uh, it's, it's kind of a, a gel yeah. situation. But I put that on right away.
1: Yeah. Sunscreen is very yeah. important. Would you say you're more of an introvert or extrovert? I feel like I am... A little mix of both, but I'm definitely more of an extrovert than an introvert. Yeah. But I do – like I can – because I think the definition of an extrovert is you, you recharge around people. Mm-hmm. And I definitely do recharge around people, but I also recharge alone. Right. So I think I'm a, I'm a mix, but definitely leaning more towards extrovert.
0: I agree. Because you were not a shy yeah. child.
1: No. Neither of,
0: neither of you were. I don't want to say that I'm an introvert because I certainly am not, but I don't like crowds. I, I don't like crowds and even um, – I've gotten better. I've gotten better with meeting people. Daddy is much more of an extrovert. But you definitely recharge alone. Oh, yes. Like
1: you definitely need your alone time. Like, I do. I, like
0: I enjoy it, but I don't need it. Like you need it. Yeah. And once again, I think it's how you're raised. I don't. mm I well, feel
1: like you just are innately who you are,
0: no? You, you are, but when if you've been squashed yeah. and you weren't able to bring out what you were yeah, innately, that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. You know, you keep fighting that, but um, so everything, when I grew up, everything was just, like I said, you know, we didn't really have... We weren't allowed to have friends to our house, and yeah. so I, I got used to being alone. I right. got used to being introverted, but I'm thinking that I must was probably much more of a extrovert because yeah. I love being on stage.
1: Yeah, but I feel so, a lot of performers are very much introverted, and that's
0: how I am too, because you I know, don't. When I say that I don't like crowds, oh gosh, you mentioned Summerfest, and I, I start to. Yeah. I get nervous. If you see someone, you know, more often than not, you're like, oh, i to across the street. I don't want to say hi. Like, I do? Not in like a mean way, oh, but no. in like
1: a – I just like can't handle that right now.
0: Oh, maybe I have. Well, I hope I don't do that anymore, but – No, I mean, I do that too. Yeah. It's a very
1: normal thing to do. Yeah.
0: Like if you're out and you just don't want to see yeah. someone. Yeah. Like- but I certainly enjoyed meeting everybody yesterday. Of course, but it's like but a that's, planned thing. Like that's yeah. you know. Would I go out and seek it? Right. No, I probably wouldn't. I, I probably would I, I have always said I enjoy having parties or dinner parties with six people. Yeah, of course. You know, at most. Yeah. Having huge amounts of people, it gets me a little nervous. But
1: all right. Just got married and looking for tips on how to help parents through empty nest syndrome.
0: Well, empty nest syndrome happens before a child gets married because that happens. Definitely it happened to me when you guys left for college. Yeah, And that was, you know, that was a like swallow hard moment where I remember driving home from Christopher, dropping him off and then dropping you off. (gasps) I mean, it was crying the whole way home and not anything like, uh, I only wished both of you the best, and I wanted that this was great for you guys and everything. But I just kept thinking, the house is going to be so quiet, and you know, how am I going to deal with this, my schedule and everything? You know, Mm -hmm. you live so long for your children, right? In way, in certain ways, you know, I always say you've got to have a really. If you're married, you know, that's that's when it's a real big test on do you have a good marriage or not is you know, have you talked those years that your children were at home? And mm-hmm. I, I hope so, because otherwise you're going home to a stranger. Right. You have to kind of reinvent yourself, I think, in certain ways, and don't be afraid to reach out to friends or to to you know, um, girlfriends and say how are you guys doing. You know, let's get together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have my friend Wendy that we would, we would, we would lean on each other, and you know, when you kids were first. Uh, going away to college, I had to come home to, you know, grandma too, taking care of grandma. So I had other responsibilities with them and with Jim and Al. So I, mm-hmm. you know, you find other ways to uh, uh, dump your energies into, you but know, talk to more about- but for ones that are getting married. Yeah. Well, uh, I do believe that the parents need to just give your children space. They need to, to enjoy those first months, weeks, maybe, you know, of married bliss of getting to just enjoy being together as husband and wife. And I think that you need to take a couple steps back. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did with Critty too. And I thought when he needs to talk and when he needs me, they'll call me. Mm -hmm. And so I would do that. And I think I did that for you guys too. It was different for you because you lived away, but, um, yeah, I think you need to give st- take a step back and and give your married children space and time. Everything will. Yep, it all comes back. Comes back. Yep.
1: This is a little bit more of like a deeper question.
0: Oh boy, um, I think these were have been rather deep. Continue. Okay. Uh,
1: Toxic slash abusive relationship. How to be okay after when you still love the boyfriend but also want to safely leave?
0: Well. You have to leave. Mm-hmm. You have to leave. Uh, if it's a toxic relationship, abusive relationship, you have to leave. It's once an abusive person, always. I'm sorry. I I do believe that unless that person gets help, but I don't think you should be around it. It it doesn't change that quickly, that easily. It just doesn't, unfortunately. How How do you make it better? You... Have to focus on yourself. you have to focus on yourself. as I've said, if you can go out and get some kind of talk therapy, talk to somebody to get help, I think that's the best because you're going to get all different kinds of advice from family members. Um and I think an outside person would be the best, but uh, get away from an abusive situation because um, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much time you've been in it. Yeah. And if you've been in an abusive situation for a long period of time, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Because obviously it hasn't gotten any better and it's only affected you more deeply because you're still in the damn relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you add children to the mix, being in an abusive situation, that is not good. Mm-hmm. It is not good, it is not healthy, and it's it's not what God wants. I mean, I always come back to God, but um it's not good for anybody. Mm-hmm. Life is too good. Mm-hmm. Life is too good. But what? Advice- and you can't. You can't. You, you can't take that on and think you're going to change a person because it's not that easy. No. Can you help a person go and get help? Yes, I suppose you can. Yeah. But I think you need to move away from the situation. And yes, you may love that person, but you have to think very deeply on why you love that person. And I and- think
1: probably the the way to think about this also is like have a plan before you actually leave the person, like know where you're going, have everything set up.
0: Yes. now, I don't, I don't know if this person is married or living with the person. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. So if, if, if it is just a dating situation where you're not living together, thank God for that. Mm -hmm. And you have to just, you know, have your boundaries and yeah, that's it. Um, if you don't feel safe, obviously you have to get
1: legal. help. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 If you're living together, well, that's why I'm not really a proponent of that. I really am not. Sorry. Uh, and it was hard for me to even accept, you know, when you're engaged, it's okay. But I, I let go and figured, you know, when you're engaged and you've got a couple of months to, till you're married, you have to set up house and shop and whatnot. And I was cool with that. But, um, yeah, get out of that situation. I just But have a plan before. Of course you have to have a plan before. Yeah. Mm. And uh if you're married and you're in an abusive situation, oh boy. And it just gets more complicated. Yeah. Doesn't it?
1: But lean on those who you can lean
0: on and that and you trust. That you
1: trust and get that support from. Yeah.
0: And-, and we're certainly not psychologists or lawyers here, but just think enough of yourself. Think mm-hmm. enough of yourself and know that that you don't have to live that way. Yeah. No. Well,
1: we're sending you love. Yes. Um, okay. Last question to finish out on. Okay. Carol. Oh boy. If you could tell your younger self something, what would it be?
0: Don't be so nervous. Trust yourself more and somehow have more confidence in yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trust yourself more. Trust your instincts more. And go with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Mm-hmm. That's that's hard. It gets me emotional yeah. because I so love where I'm at. It was I had tough times to get to this point, but I always say I learned how good life was and how to live life when I met Dad. He just showed me that it can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We always love to end in tears. Isn't that terrible? All right. So, but this should be kind of a funny honest to Pete, because we're down here in Atlanta and you know I do love the South. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I haven't spent enough time down in, you know, other than Florida, because Atlanta is just so different, and as Dallas is different. But one thing that I've seen that's kind of common is the women. And even the men here in Atlanta know how to dress snappy. No. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I just could people watch. And of course we're in this area Buckhead, which is, you know, just a gorgeous area where they have this outside mall. When you say outside mall, uh, you know, the the high end, it's just common place to have the, an Hermes and a Christian Dior. and I mean, you name it all. Yeah. It's like, wow, you know. So Katie and I couldn't wait when we got off the plane and t- let's take a walk because they said it's five-minute walk. I said, let's do it. I don't ever see these kind of stores in Milwaukee. So we did. And we were a bit famished and, and thirsty and whatnot. And I said, let's just stop and have a little something, you know. Well, we stopped at one place, and there was a big sign on the door, and it said, do not enter if you have athleisure or any kind of spandex or if you're not dressed properly. And they said even if you have designer athleisure on. Well, Katie lives in athleisure. And I thought, this is the first time now I looked appropriately dressed. I did not. But Katie did not. Mm-hmm. And when does that ever happen, that Miss <laughs> Katie was turned away from a restaurant because of the way she was dressed? And it was multiple restaurants. Yes. Had, and I that thought, that well, sign. there has to be another place where we could go in and get a at least a white claw, right? <laughs> Almost every restaurant had that sign up. Mm-hmm. And I looked in the windows and I thought, sure enough, these gals are dressed- with their sundresses on to the hilt. I mean, they were dressed to the hilt. Yeah. So I said, Kate, Uh you're going to have to go back to the hotel and put a little dress on. I know. Well, because we didn't have a room. That's why. So honest to Pete, sometimes Katie is not dressed appropriately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Mama. (laughs) And on that
1: note. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you for everyone that we met here at Atlanta, too, and all our new (gasps) listeners. Yes. Um, We have a new episode every Thursday. And what else? Find us on all the things, Instagram, TikTok, at Honest to Beat. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts.
0: And we love you all. And we love you all. Till the next pop-up. Can't wait to meet you all. Love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.